Welcome to a special episode of the Impact Nations podcast. I'm your host, Tim Stewart. Last week, I had a conversation with our friends Ivan and Didi in Bulgaria. It was a bit impromptu, so I didn't have my normal microphone, but I decided to broadcast our chat to Facebook Live. I figured I'd share the audio with you as well, so you can get to know them and the work that they're doing to bring the kingdom of God to the Roma communities in Bulgaria. So without further ado, here's that recording. Hey, how are you? I'm well, how are you? I'm very well. Good. Uh, thanks for joining me. Uh, thanks for putting up with me trying to figure out the technical side of things. Um, <laughs> you guys are coming to us live from Bulgaria, but can you be a little more specific? Yeah, Bulgaria. In uh, Right now we are in Plovdiv, in the city of Plovdiv, right? And uh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, how long have you guys lived in Plovdiv? Well, the last uh, 10 years, right? Then around 10 years yeah. almost, yeah, we are living here. And now uh, we are married in the last, <laughs> since the last five years. So, awesome. Uh, Very yeah. cool. Well, uh, you guys uh, have been partnering with Impact Nations on a few different things mm-hmm. for a little while now. Um, mm-hmm. And we're just so pleased to be working with you guys. I wondered if you could just tell our viewers a little bit about how you got connected with Impact Nations to begin with. Well, uh, 2018, uh, right? 2018 was the first year they uh, an impact team nations came here, and uh, they they did uh, yeah they did the GOC during compassion here uh, among the the Roma the Roma the, the gypsy people in Bulgaria, and uh, we were in the beginning we were invited as uh, uh, just translators to translate uh, from for the staff from Bulgarian to. To English and from English to Bulgarian, so uh, that's how we get to know uh, Steve and uh, Christina and the team and the, and the whole team, you know. And uh, the second, the second time was the last year, 2019 uh, September. Uh, impact the the impact team was again here, and we were invited for second time, you know, to be as uh, to be translators. Uh, and uh, but our passion, you know, it was uh, really to to serve the people, to pray for people, for healing, for uh, to minister to them. And uh, Steve, uh, he saw that in, in us and he invited us to, to be part of the Impact Nations family. <laughs> awesome. Right. Very cool. Um, I, would you just tell us a little bit about how you came to know the Lord, how, how you came to discover life in Christ? Um. <clears throat> So it, uh, my my journey starts with because of her. Got you, got used her a lot. Um, yeah. So with not so many details, I was um, uh, I was born in an Orthodox uh, family, right? Um, I grew up as a, a Christian. I, I knew Christ in some you know way, but uh, I didn't. I never was a visit. Uh, Actually, we've, I visit a couple of times church in, in my life, you know, but um, never uh, have a relationship with him, never get to know him. So uh, I was uh, on my 16, I left around 16 years, I left uh, uh, my small hometown and I came here in Plovdiv, in a bigger town to study. Uh, so for study, right? And uh, here I found not so good company, you know, with bad guys who start to smoke cigarettes, uh, alcohol, things like that. And uh, 
um, yeah, discotheques so are all of that. So a couple of years later, I found Didi, my my wife now, and she started to you know um, she tell me about her experience with the Lord, how he how how she came to to the faith in Christ and. Uh, how the Lord, you know, the Holy Spirit uh, working in her life, what it's all about is not, is not about uh, religion, it's about relationship with him and to, to know him, right? So, um, yes, and I started to really ask, I was in a bad situation in, in my life, uh, really in a fear and depressed and from so many things. And uh, I started to ask and search the Lord and to uh you know really wanted uh, s- something new in my life right mm-hmm. I, I i wasn't satisfied from uh i tried many things you know in 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 my life and nothing actually fully satisfied me so i was searching for more and you know a couple um she started to share with me about jesus and uh, sometime you know after that i grabbed bible i found bible i started to read the bible i started to I visit uh, Pentecostal church here, um, not Orthodox Pentecostal, and that's how my you know journey start began. Mm. And uh, yeah. Didi has he changed a lot during that time since you met him? Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's completely a different person. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, God. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so you guys do ministry together? Yeah, yes. yeah. around three years ago. We ne- never actually thought that we are going <clears> to <throat> involve with Roman community, but got open doors uh, several times. And it was every time it was in some village with Roma people and we just answered the call of God. <laughs> mm. So I think one of the one of the questions that people often ask is how do I hear from God? How do I know where God is leading me? Uh and yet you you just said, you know, we it was clear God was leading us to the Roma. Was there a, a voice that came down from the heavens that you heard and said, go to the Roma or <laughs> or something else? How how do you hear from God? Yeah. Sometimes it happened, you know, <laughs> the voice, you know, coming from, but not always, you know, is uh, uh, the Holy Spirit. He's uh, he's uh, uh, how, how to say it. We always he always lead us with love and with uh, uh, with understanding. He knows uh, always knows the way uh, he, we will hear him and we respond to him. Right? He he knows. Um, you know, when I was in a, <clears throat> for several years in church and I always uh, uh, was listening to those preachers who came, you know, and share the gospel, share the word, you know, message. And uh, they always, you know, share how, how, how they heard of the voice of God, how in the middle of the night, the Holy Spirit wake them up and they start to pray. They start to search something in the Bible. They, uh, the Holy Spirit told them, uh, go there, do not go there, you know, and I, and I always was so zealous to, to really experience God in this way. I really wanted Lord, speak to me in that way you know but the lord is not we cannot put him in a box you know we cannot there is no formula in in his kingdom in the, in his kingdom he can speak in different ways might be with dreams it might be in the inner voice it might be you no know, many ways um but um yeah 
the only thing is you really want to if you really want to uh, follow him and to obey his commandments right and he and you will know which um which which is from him you know and with what is not from him right um you definitely will get to know him and this and this always start with a personal relationship with him with fellowship and communion with him so yeah. mm. so what does that look like for you guys as as you're uh, pursuing the kingdom and we'll talk a little bit about your ministry in a minute, but just even as a, as a married couple, you, you know, Yvonne, you just made it clear that hearing his voice comes from spending time with him. How do you guys spend time with the Lord, both as individuals and, and as a couple? Um, well, everything starts, um, one year, I think after marriage, mm-hmm. af- after we, we got married and, um, uh, since then, we were just, uh, um, how to say it, weekly visitors of church. <laughs> mm. um, yes, from Sunday to Sunday, you no know, fellowship Sunday, with Sunday Christians. Sunday Christians. Sunday Christians. And yeah. uh, we don't, we don't have, you know, any fellowship even with the brethren in the church, unfortunately. And uh, you know, I start to really search for more uh, of him from him, right? For hearing his voice and everything, many things. Uh, but. Um, um, yeah, one year after that, we uh, we after we we got married, um, I experienced that that I have uh, I have a really personal relationship with him. I mean, I I I have it, but I didn't I didn't know it right at that mm. time, and I just had to uh, read more the more the Bible by myself alone and praying. You know, praying. Uh, um, especially, I started praying more in tongues and in the spirit and really trying to to go deep in him and to understand his and uh, his scripture you know the bible to understand him and uh to to know him and uh after that we start to i ask her to to pray together right and to feel uh, to to sing together because mostly what we what we are doing with with didi is uh we singing because she's uh uh, very good uh, musician. <laughs> she's a, a professional piano player, and uh, she's singing very good. I'm not so good at that, but I'm growing in the guitar area <laughs> right now. Uh, but yeah, many times I just grab the guitar, she starts to sing, and that's how we spend time uh, together with her and uh, with the Lord at the same mm. time. That's beautiful. That's what we like to, because when when you are at home, you all the time you have some things to do and we like to go out we have a little park near to the to our home so we just like to do prayer walks to mm-hmm. speak about uh, some different subjects subjects yeah, yeah. to yeah. share verses from from bible mm-hmm. and it's yeah, so growing in your knowledge of the Lord together. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Okay, just a second. So, laptop button. Okay. Uh, you guys are, in addition to praying together and worshiping together, you're also ministering to the poor together, yeah? Yes, uh, usually we are doing this, but right now um, she's pregnant in the seventh month, and uh, uh, <laughs> I'm we use a little bit of wisdom, right? I mm-hmm. I don't want to travel so much with her, so especially in these days. Other. Yeah, 
and uh, I try with one brother. He helping me a lot in this, and uh, she's staying a little bit more at home. Um, but uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you you mentioned the Roma villages earlier. Um, could you describe? Some people may not know what Roma means, but can you describe the Roma people and the the Roman village, the Roma villages that you are you're visiting and administering in? Actually, they're um, they're not villages; are they're communities. Mm. So, Roma people are neighborhoods in, in some in some village. Yes, okay, like in Plovdiv because it's uh, it's very big city. It's mm-hmm. the second of uh, biggest city in Bulgaria. We have a th- three or four communities, different communities of Roma communities, right? And if someone wants to know uh, what the Roma people are, it's uh, they're exactly like the Indians, mm. <laughs> almost exactly. You know, that's uh, it's uh, they're very similar. Uh, I just you know was with the Impact Team Nations uh, in India in the last GOC, and I saw the Indians there and. Uh, the mentality, even though the, the Roma people are living here in Bulgaria, the culture and the mentality is almost the same. It's so similar, it's right? Similar. It's so similar. Still, they, they have some changes because of the Bulgarian, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, uh, yeah, they're very close to him, and uh, the way they uh, even even worship the Lord, you know, even the the worship and uh, bowing down before the Lord and just. Uh, Fellowship and yeah, com- dancing and dance, music. dancing, music, everything. The the styles, how they decorate their houses, everything is uh, very similar to the Roma, to the Indian people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there is one one more community. They came. Uh, they are more similar to Turkish people, but there are not, not so so many of them here and. Even they don't un- understand each other a lot, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. they don't don't connect. Uh, what what you mean, Mish, uh, is that there is um how to say Muslims people who mm-hmm. came you know from Turkey here in Bulgaria, and th- those Muslims are among the the Gypsy the Roma people right now. You know, so mm-hmm. we have a lot of. Uh, uh, like in India, they have uh, Hindu, Buddhism, and Muslims, right? And we have uh, Roma people who are Christians and uh, and Muslims. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, most of most of them are either Muslims or Christians here in Bulgaria because we don't have so much religion, so many religions like in India. Right. Um, when you say they are either Christian or Muslim, um, would you say that that is? we would use the word nominal, like by name only, uh, Didi, a minute ago, you said Sunday Christians, uh, you know, those who maybe, uh, profess one religion or another, but perhaps are not, um, living the abundant life that, that Christ had come to purchase for us. Uh, mm-hmm. or is it a vibrant Christian community? <laughs> uh, most of them are uh, just <laughs> Sunday Christians. Yeah. No, not. It's um, and that's why we actually and they're a lot involved in religion. A lot of them are involved in religion. Uh, yes, that's why we start actually to one of the reasons we start to serve among them is uh, really to uh, I, I don't want to use the the word con- convert, but really to renew their minds that. Uh, Christ is not about Sundays, you know, church meetings and uh, what is about lives. And that's how we start actually to to make disciples. We go through 
first in in the book of Acts, and uh, we we saw how how the, the the disciples are making you know another disciples, and we uh, we start to to preach about that 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 the church actually is a family, and uh, the good the good things uh, about the wrong people are they they by default live in a in a one big family community, right? Mm. Even though they they're not they might have some different visions or even religions they still live in a family they they keep this um uh patriarchal i don't know how is the word patriarchal um like the like the man of the house he's he's the he's the one who control everything it's kind of similar like in india right mm-hmm. uh if you if you catch the men uh we we have the whole family you know mm-hmm. came yeah. to the lord so um yes and that's why we start to to preach um that how to live this abundant life how to live in christ how to follow christ is not about to just believe in him but to follow him Jesus said come and follow me not come and just believe in me and just do nothing yeah <laughs> so that's that's how yeah and and while you're out in these communities uh we're going to talk about the specific activities you're doing right now but just in your in your life there, are you able to, to lay hands on the sick and, and, and heal the sick in Jesus name and, and share the gospel freely with people? Yes. Yes. That's what, that's what we are usually doing. And, uh, uh, especially, uh, right now we are distributing, you know, food, to be, uh, you know, Ipak nations helping, helping us with that a lot. And we share the, we share the, the food, but we also share that, uh, uh Jesus give them, this and he he want and he can give them more right mm-hmm. is 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 food but plus healing you know deliverance you know uh he can you know, he can give them food uh from which they if they eat they will never be hungry again and Amen. living water they will he will give them and they will never be thirsty again so that's you know the main message and also we're trying to uh, keep or take other brethren from the Roma communities who really want to be disciple. And um, as Paul said to Timothy, uh, uh, what was the verse exactly? I'm not quoting it, but it's uh, give give this teaching in a way for those who can, uh, how to say it in English, <laughs> the verse here. Um, you you uh, pass this tr- uh, teaching to the others who are it's faithful to, to teach others, right? Mm-hmm. So we grab people with us, you know, who are, faithful and who want to grow in that and uh tell to them to them now you just you lay hand and you pray for for these people and they can see immediately how the people are from since the first time they got healed they got delivered you know uh every time something happened every time something happened uh but we but we try we fight a lot with the with the religion i can share if Mm -hmm. we have time one testimony from yeah from the last weekend, we were in a one small village, and uh, the Lord just opened the door there. And uh, they invited us to pray for one lady. She's uh, for you know several months. Uh, she's uh, like uh, demonic oppression, something like that. She needs uh, deliverance every time during the night. She hears some voices and things like that. Anyway, bad situation. We were invited, and we grab. Uh, I grab one brother. When we came, we go to. We went to this village. Uh, but didn't, I didn't know that um, for this situation, they were invited also four different pastors and leaders, right? So we enter in this in this uh, home uh, to this sister, and we start to share uh, 
message of love about uh, for her right with her and uh, really wanted to pray for her but um suddenly you know one of the pastors he just stood up and uh, he started to um, say it loudly to cry out even um saying that um the, the lord will heal or delivered her only if she receive him only if she believe only she do certain things mm. and she is in this situation because uh is either her fault or her husband's fault or or her or her, or, uh, her children's their children's right and he start to point her and can you imagine you know this she was a small uh, uh girl and she was doing like that and she was about ready to cry out and she she said but i won't cry i won't cry i i confess him and no i am doing i'm i'm visiting church and things like that and mm -hmm. he said no that's not enough you have to do this 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 but he he was shouting to her right and i i interrupted him and i said no this Jesus never, never said to anyone in the Gospels or in the New Testament, we never can see someone who, who first lead him to repentance or you have to do this, 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 like a couple of steps and then eventually I will uh, heal you or deliver you. No, he, he first showed love to them, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's what we are fighting here with this uh, religion that um, you have to do some things in order to, to satisfy the, the Lord, you know, but is that's not the way <laughs> no but you know what's interesting is i mean you may you may face it overtly there but i think so many of us actually carry that in our hearts without even knowing it that we have to earn freedom from mm -hmm. christ or things like that yeah. when in fact you know jesus to your point he how often did he say uh you know instead of uh, instead of get up off your mat and walk he said your sins are forgiven and it really, really cheesed off the, the local uh, religious leaders who are saying, well, she didn't even repent. She didn't even, you know, or he yeah. didn't repent or whatever. And, and he said, well, what's easier to say, get up off your mat or your sins are forgiven. What's it's, you know, I, Jesus mission was about bringing freedom to people. Yes. And yes. he wasn't waiting for them to come begging and crawling to him and, and beating themselves up in order to get that freedom. It was freely yes, offered. Amen. So I love that you guys are carrying that message with you and that people are discovering that freedom and that life in Christ. And I love to hear the way you guys are instructing others to go and do likewise and saying, hey, go, yes. go pray for the sick and then watching them do it. And, and I mean, that is just that's our heart at Impact Nations, as you know, yes. to see that multiplication and to release others into Frontline's ministry of the kingdom. So, man, we're just so thrilled that you guys are are really taking up that mantle and, and getting yes. her done. That's wonderful. Um, that was really, yeah. so this was just, just wanted to say that it's yeah. really impressed uh, us when we saw that impact nations, you know, and Steve, he, he was your dad. He was encouraged the people, you know, daily go and doing that is not only about uh, me or some special people because we all are special, you know, yeah. because we are in Christ and just go and do it. And this really, was uh, this really impressed us and uh, yeah amazing yeah well, that's like you said uh when, when we look at how jesus and the apostles worked that was that was their model and that seems like yeah. a pretty good model to follow <laughs> yeah. <laughs> teach others yeah. and then send them out to go do it um yeah i just want to shift gears a little bit we're in the middle of a global pandemic uh and it is hitting every country around the world uh 
very hard and in slightly different ways, depending on where you are in the, in the world and uh, what the economy is like there, what kind of uh, social programs the governments have and stuff. But I'm interested for you to just tell us a little bit about how COVID-19 has affected life in Bulgaria, both in the last, uh, you know, eight or 10 weeks or so and going forward what things are looking like now. What uh, we have a, like a Bulgarian word about that. Uh, we didn't fail uh, uh, so, so much the, the crisis because Bulgaria is like f- for the last 20 years in crisis anyway. Mm. <laughs> so we, ha- we have uh, like... A Bulgarian pro- people are used to live like that. Time. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> That's sad. And, <laughs> and there, it, it is sad actually. It's, it's not a good uh, word. But anyway, the, the Roma people we are serving, they... Um, they're not so much, I mean, uh, they're affected in, in that way because of food. Right now, the, 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 the biggest problem in Bulgaria is, is the food, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, um, let's say in March and April, they, they have some money left from, from their last jobs or something from, for the Roma people. And now mm-hmm. we are entering in May and almost in June, right? And the money are almost left out and the, and the people, they... They don't um, the, the people they don't hire um, so many people the companies I mean they don't hire so many people right now because uh, everything was closed right for two months like in worldwide and uh, the Roma people were really suffering about because of that and, and also, um, a, a lot <clears throat> of uh, Roma people they used to work out borders they go to mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Spain or, or England Germany, or, or Spain for for jobs and they they don't uh, hire, hire them here. Yeah, they is that partly a racism thing? Like they they're they are prejudiced against them in Bulgaria. Is that part of the issue? That's also is a part of the issue, right? It's uh, because the Bulgarians, uh, uh, how to say, it, we always. Uh, t- uh, the Bulgarians treat them like uh, they're a lower class of people, yeah, right? They're and also uh, the, somewhere they mm-hmm. can't hire them because they are not educated. Mm-hmm. Uh, they yeah. didn't they don't go to school at all. Mm-hmm. Most of them. Most of them, yeah. And they just don't have the, the qualified to mm-hmm. get job. Yeah, yeah. Ninety ninety percent of the the Roma people are. Ill- illiterated, right? That's what was the word. Illiterated is uh, yeah. they don't they cannot yeah. read and write uh, on Bulgarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Roma people they have their own language; they mm-hmm. can speak it, but they don't have uh, alphabet yeah. for the for this language. Yeah. So they and have, their language is not the one of commerce, so mm-hmm. it's not used mm-hmm. in the marketplace. Yeah. Yes, and uh, so yeah, and they treat them like. Uh, Outset, uh, like uh, they are stupid people, and they they have to do only um, the bad job. Like they hire them for some hard work and things mm-hmm. like that. It's uh, um, always been like that in in Bulgaria. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you this, and sorry, I'm, I'm going down a rabbit trail. I apologize, but it's I, I'm interested to know how do you guys come because there must be that uh, a cultural oppression, a cultural depression when you enter into these communities where the society at large is telling them you're not uh you're not good enough uh mm-hmm. to be a part of our culture or whatever how how do you guys combat that with the love of christ and 
do you find that people are able to receive the good news that actually God has created them and declared them good? Yes. Uh, actually, they are very open and receptive, you know, mm-hmm. especially for, for us, uh, uh, you know, when we, when we go and preach and they're so open because, um, because of that, because most of the Bulgarians reject them and we're the ones who accept them unconditionally, right? That's what they need a lot here. And this yeah. unconditional, just mm. and this unconditioned love and message of compassion Jesus was preaching, and we preach right now, is uh, is what really um, uh, touched their hearts deeply because of the Holy Spirit. And that's what they, they need to, to know. They're not stupid people who are rejected from the universe and from the whole world and they're nothing, but that's not true. They're creation of God. They're beloved sons and daughters of God and God wants to leave them abundantly. God's will for them is not the poverty, is not living in in a, uh, in a bondage with sicknesses and things like that. No, God's, God's will for them is abundant life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But... Mm-hmm. In every new village that we uh, got open door, uh, they tested us a lot mm-hmm, in the yeah. beginning because uh, Bulgarian people almost every time reject them. And um, they test our love, our compassion for mm-hmm. them. Is uh, is we are, is our feelings real for, for them? Mm. How do they test and, that, Didi? Like when you say they test it, what, what does that look like? You understand it by the way they look at you, the way they, uh, for example, interact with you. Yes, and if uh, they want to say something for you, but uh, you, they want you don't uh, understand it. They start to speak in uh, on gypsy on gypsy language, gypsy language, and it's. Very, uh, it's not so comfortable situation because you are there and you don't understand everything, uh, nothing. And in, yeah, it's so they're, to, they're to speaking behind your them. back, but they're doing it in front of your face. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> in a way, in a way. But uh, yes, they 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 can see. You know, the what really touched them is uh, that we are not going for one time with them and just. Yes. Sh- sharing something but we are going and again and again and not only that we are hugging them we are shaking mm-hmm. hands with them that's really touched him no no Bulgarian will shake hand to the because for them they're just dirty black people right wow. nobody will shake their hand or even hug them one, one, discussing for them one lady uh, one uh, yeah. once asked us because we shake uh, hands <laughs> with with her and after a few few minutes uh because we were in some kind of co- coffee shop uh-huh. and she asked and now when you live outside you're gonna wash your hands right uh-huh. yeah <laughs> so because that's what they're expecting yeah. right wow uh, that's so sad that's what we we said a couple of times uh on the journey uh, the team of journey compassion was here to to try to not uh, clean up their hands in front of them front, because this yeah. really hurt them and uh, offends them, right? So, yeah. uh, of course, you ha- you have to clean up your hands. I mean, yeah, uh, especially these not, days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially <laughs> those these days. Yeah, uh, but uh, you know, uh, it, not in front of them because they really are 
offense category offense because of that yeah so wow. Yeah. All right. So back to uh, current needs. So you're saying that they don't have work. Uh, and I'm just going to start playing a little slideshow here as we talk, just because we've got uh, pictures of you guys distributing some food and stuff like that. They're, they're, their need right now is sustenance. Yeah. Yeah. They need food. Uh, they, they need food. Uh, as I said, you know, um, and the, the biggest problem here in Bulgaria, honestly, is uh, not only for the Roma people, but comparing, you know, with the, with the other, um, with the rest of the European countries is that the, the minimum, for example, talking about the, the salary, right? The, yeah. the minimum salary in, in, the, in the rest of the European countries is uh, uh, three or four times higher, you know, than the Bulgarian salary. And the products uh, in the grocery stores, you know, the meals and the food, is almost in most of the cases almost mm -hmm. the same prices like in the rest of the European countries, which is very unfair. Very difficult. <laughs> you know, yeah. And also, very one, difficult. Yeah. one more bad thing that uh, this uh, several months we saw that uh, many countries like uh, Italy, for example, they low low down their prices, but in Bulgaria, especially for. Uh, fruits and veggies the price are higher yeah and yeah. it's it's ridiculous yeah they, they help in the, i don't understand in that. the other countries they help to the people because of the crisis here in bulgaria uh, they even try to 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 win money because of the crisis it's um they difficult offer to but people uh credits but uh, with low how uh, to say it? I don't. I don't know the word. Yeah, definitely, you have. Uh, yeah. they, they don't don't offer. Uh, they don't give pe uh, money to people and not give it back. Yeah. But they it, they give credits that expecting to them to expecting to for for next uh, months they will mm, give the yeah they will uh, return the, return, the funds. Yeah, right yeah. yeah. it's Pay not a uh, very comfortable situation, and that's why we. We try to to help, especially in this area, with the Roma people, with the food, right? Uh, yeah. Because the clothes, for example, we have a lot of stores, secondhand stores, where you can buy, you know, literally for a couple of Bulgarian lives, you can buy many T-shirts, you know, for for them clothes to to wear and things like that. Yeah, because of the secondhand stores, uh, but the and, food and is also, not like that. Uh, so, Many of, of the Pentecostal church here in Bulgaria, uh, yeah. they, they donate clothes. Mm. So uh, when we go to uh, Ro Roma villages, we mm. saw that they're kind of well... Uh, well, well, dre well dressed. dressed right. yeah. mm -hmm. They have clothes. Mm -hmm. uh, usually they struggle winter time with shoes the the kids don't don't yes, have shoes and uh, uh ja jackets winter jacket mm -hmm. yeah. but for for other seasons they're well dressed yeah so uh one of the reasons i wanted to have you guys on was just so that our our donors can see and and you know virtually meet some of our partners who are are doing the work we've had people give from around the world incredible uh just generosity being poured out as we've expressed this need in many nations uh 
for for food uh and uh, we're excited because bulgaria for a while you guys weren't allowed to leave your house so you couldn't do any food distribution is that right yes uh and the problem was here um the borders between the city especially in the big cities where we are right now in Plovdiv, this is big city the borders were closed and nobody was allowed to to go out or to enter in the city without any specific reason with a document like uh, for your um, your boss from the job give you uh, a document that you're working here and you can travel and things. you have to have special reason and this was until May 14 May 14 after May 14 those those travel ban was removed and right yeah. now we are allowed to to travel without anything yeah so you guys are actually Bulgaria is now our seventh nation that is distributing food. And so I, I just, I wanted to make sure that people got a chance to meet you because we've had chats with some of our other distributors yeah. in other nations. And so we're excited to add Bulgaria to the list and uh, for our donors who have given, uh, well, meet Yvonne and Didi, you helped them get the job done. Uh, and uh, we're just so thankful for you guys. Um, as you alluded to, prices are a little bit different in Europe than they are in Africa and in India where we've been doing other feeding programs. Uh, so uh, we worked it out. I think uh, you were saying it was about 30 leva uh, to feed a family of five for a week. And those are rough estimates. Obviously, families are of different sizes. Households are, have different numbers of people in them and things like that. Um, yes. But that's our our kind of best guess is about 30 leva, uh, which for those who are in thinking in us dollars that's uh around 17 us dollars can feed a family uh, for about a week um mm -hmm. and so if you want to head to impactnations.com feeding you can give there um and that that money is going to uh, bulgaria it's going to uganda it's going to kenya it's going to colombia it's going to india nepal uh and i'm missing one more i think i lost track of my fingers there uh but uh, yeah there are feeding programs happening all over and the wonderful thing as you guys alluded to is you're bringing so much more than food you're bringing hope you're also just bringing compassion and you're saying god sees you we see you god loves you and declares that you are beautiful and good and he's inviting you into an abundant and eternal life. And we'd love to tell you all about it. So, man, we're just so proud of you guys. Thank you. That's, amen. praise God. That's the beautiful gospel we, we believe, right? It's a gospel of restoration, the whole universe, the whole cosmos, the whole uh, creation. Amen. <laughs> and J Jesus did it already. So, uh, yes, we are just partakers, right, in that. Amen. Co-workers with him. Yeah. Um, just as we wrap up, is there any way that our uh, our family, the Impact Nations family, can be praying for you guys in, in the days and weeks to come? Um, yeah, especially <laughs> a lot of things, you know, but um, uh, yes, so we can, so we, we want to pray for you that uh, the Lord will open more doors and really to, uh, to have, uh, people to uh, who, who want to follow to follow Christ right to make disciples to make strong disciples that's what uh, we are focused on, uh, not only for the food right we are focused for distributing the food you know the gospel but we also are focused of making disciples right and really want those people to 
to grow in in Christ so they can share the same message with the others right because mm. couple people uh they cannot uh, do the whole job for so, for both for the yeah, whole Bulgaria so, so we can reach uh, different areas not yes. just four or five all the time mm-hmm. and yeah just to pass pass it on yeah to multiply so you have more people multiply. declaring yes. the good news and discipling and others yes. Amen, amen. That's amen. a good prayer. I love that. Awesome. Well, thanks guys so much. I sure appreciate you. We love you. We're praying for you. We're rooting for you. And uh, we'll be sharing some more of your photos and, and videos and stuff on our uh, on our website and on our Facebook. So stay tuned for that, folks. Uh, Yvonne, Didi, thank you so much. God bless you. Well, thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Impact Nations podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you may want to go back and listen to season two, where we spent a whole season interviewing our international partners and staff and board members. Also, look forward to a few more of these special episodes in the weeks to come. Thanks and have a great week.